Hello and welcome to the show brought to you as always with the support of Media Proxy. So broadcast microservice specialist Next Edition have further enhanced their production and playout platform with Next Cloud, which is a complete deployment of Next Edition that runs entirely in the public cloud. And joining us today is Adam Lear. He's the creative director for Next Edition. And he's going to tell us a little bit more about Next Cloud. Hi, Adam. Great to see you. It's great to see you too, gentlemen. And always nice to be on Kit Plus TV. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's a pleasure. So, first off, very excited to be chatting to you because this is potentially game changing now. Um, why did you decide to launch a cloud based version of Next Edition? So basically what we, we really wanted to do was um, sort of respond to the market a little. Um, there's a lot of conversations around cloud uh, and we've firmly been an on-prem solution. Um, we've used some small services in, in the cloud, you know, things like AI and, and things like some storage for, mm. um, for, for and transcode services. But generally speaking, most of the things have been on, on the ground. Um, I think the big game changer for us was to, uh, to containerize the Casper CG so uh, we've been using a Casper CG, which is an open source project in COTS hardware on the ground to do HDSDI outputs to mixers uh, and obviously to audio desk with right. the audio feeds. But uh, obviously when you go into the cloud and you're in IP streams, we can say goodbye to all those cards. So what we did was we just took that uh, project and we moved it into a container. We containerized it and Linuxified it. And now we can spin it up in the cloud. So that's the last piece of the jigsaw because everything else inside Next Edition was a microservice, and now the Casper CG is a microservice living inside uh, uh, the uh, the instances. So that means that potentially up in the cloud, you can have as many playout graphics machines as you like, and then you can spin them all down again as as, as you see fit. But the whole of the rest of Next Edition is exactly the same uh, user experience as uh, anyone who's using it on the ground. So the technology behind it, can you, can you give us a bit more insight into how, how you made, I mean, it just seems a bit odd, you know, make, taking something physical, putting it in the cloud. How, how did you make NextCloud work? Um, well, like I say before, you know, we could always install everything up to a point in the cloud. So you could have the MAM up there, you could have the social media, you could have all the transcode stuff, all that stuff could up, could, okay. it was all cloud installable. But this, this, the, 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 the stumbling block was this Casper CG on the ground to get that SDI output, right? Because a lot of people have legacy right. situations. It's, it's an interesting debate on on-prem and cloud. You know, I mean, on-prem has its advantages and it has its disadvantages and the cloud has its advantages and has its disadvantages. So what we've tried to do here is we've tried to move uh, as much up into the cloud as we possibly can, which is pretty much everything, uh, and uh, to sort of demonstrate to a point what you could do here, for instance, just as an example, is you could spin up two Casper CG's instances that are attached to Next. Um, and what that would give you is four outputs that's four outputs uh, that can have graphics, video, audio, or stills, and they can, and it's unlimited amount of layers. So effectively, one channel becomes an unlimited amount of uh, layers in an ME bank, effectively, and an audio mixer. So you could have four channels. You could take one SRT stream into Next. You could split that SRT stream down the four lines and the four channels. You could have the same graphics templates, but you could send metadata for different languages. So now you've got four languages and then you take four audio streams and you push those down each line as well. And then you've got independent language commentary for say a football match or something like that, which means you've got all that localization, personalization, and you can scale that up. And every time you spin up another one, you get another two channels, another two channels, another two channels. 
And all these streams can be mm. recorded as well in the cloud so we can actually record them. The beautiful thing is that, you, of course, you don't pay anything to push stuff up to the cloud and then we never bring it back down again because we're playing out from up there. So mm. you get no egress costs when you bring it down. Just a quick one. Will the, will the, uh, will this, uh, uh, next cloud, will it entirely replace your on-prem services or will you continue to run them all alongside as they were? And eventually what, who knows what the future holds? Uh, that's a great question. So of course, this is a two pronged thing. Um, yeah. The other thing that this does is it provides disaster recovery situations for our on-prem customers. So what we've done is we've created replication. What we're talking about here is a complete hybrid solution. So if you have an next edition installation on the ground and all the benefits that you get from that, okay, that's all your HDSDI feeds out or your 2110 feeds out, whatever. Uh, and, and that you've got all that set up in your studios and that's fine. And then all the journalists can be working on their scripts all day long and they're always replicating to the cloud. Always, always replicating up to the cloud instance. So what then happens is if you lose the power grid in the studio, then the journalist turns their phone on because it's unlikely you will lose the mask as well. And then you, you, you just start logging into the cloud and your script is the same as you left it when the power went off because we're doing this replication. Right. We're also pushing mezzanine yeah. formats up to play out. So you, you, if you want the high res to go up, you can have the high res up there if you want. But we push up a mezzanine format to track the playout list that then can go to the playout channel which means that you just flip the, the, the cloud version and the cloud version will be continuing doing the playout channel. So it's disaster recovery as well. And that's where you get this hybrid between the, you know, on the ground, you know, we're ground to sky yeah. here. This, this is a ground to sky solution yeah. that has benefits in just being in the cloud on its own. It also has benefits when it's working with a next system. And if you lose your internet connection, well, you've got a ground system as well, you know, so we're trying to make sure that we cover all the pros and cons of both and have just pros. Mm. Yeah, clever. I mean, we've spoken multiple times before, Adam, and, and we've we've got you know the the general feeling that uh, next edition is basically a, a a total production package. Is will will the cloud version be the same? Uh, and, and can you talk us through a few of the features um, that we're going to have available to us when using next cloud? Yeah, I mean. It's actually, it's, it's an interesting question in respect that, of course, there's nothing to show you because if you've already seen Next <laughs> demonstrated in various ways, it doesn't actually look <laughs> yeah, or feel any different. But actually this here, what you're seeing here in, in reality, this is Next Cloud and it's streaming to this YouTube channel here. So um, what I've got is these are the SRT feeds, individual SRT feeds that are actually being sent from my Next station back in uh, our HQ. So I've ISOed the cameras and put SRT feeds out of Next, and they're now coming up into uh, the cloud, and I'm seeing them here as, uh, as sources. So, for instance, it's pretty easy to, um, to just cut cameras here. Uh, we can also do things like uh, there's a little bit of latency that you get from YouTube, but uh, that's the TX output. And then, for instance, the Casper uh, CG also has an inbuilt mixer, like a DVE, so you can scale things and move things. So you can do these like squeeze back effects. And if I just put that, say, to camera three, mm. the squeeze back's now showing you uh, this is singular live graphics uh, underneath. So we just that's a mm. layer underneath. Yeah. So we've pulled ourselves off that and then we're there. And then, for instance, if I want to bring up, um, let's see if I can find something that might be familiar to you, gentlemen. I'll just go to the playlist and I'll just play on the on the playlist. And that should now bring up Kit Plus TV. So now I'm broadcasting a channel effectively. There we go. This is what our next one channel will be. I'm doing this all in the cloud. There isn't. There isn't any of the infrastructure back at base. The only thing that base is doing is sending up the SRT feeds for these uh, cameras. 
but right. the rest of this stuff is all being done completely in the cloud. And so, for large broadcast, large broadcast localization is 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 an issue and something we've covered in the past. I think. How how are you, is this handling it in the same way as ever before? Is this handling it any differently? Is it the, the abilities there? Yeah, it, it, it's the ability to be able to send multiple streams of metadata alongside video. So uh, we've done this a lot with one of our customers in Switzerland, um, where they rendered the graphics and the subtitles on the phone. So when you turn the phone, the stream doesn't stop. Um, and we've kind of been developing along those lines of object-based broadcasting. So we're able to send you know, a subtitle stream in one language alongside a subtitle stream in another, and then we'll split them off and put them on the two separate channels, for instance. And the same now we're yeah. learning to do yeah. with audio and, and also with um, with the graphics we've already done. There are things around like, you know, like the singular lives of this world, whether you can actually uh, bring that in as well. And we can integrate with that and send data to that. So, you know, in real time for things like elections or sports or stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, localization and personalization is what you get when you're dealing with microservices, you know, and we, we, I always say, I'm starting to say we're the best in breed for microservices because we've been doing this for seven years now. And I think <laughs> and, and does, does the whole cloud element of this, does that enable uh, you to offer new features and updates a lot easier than the on-prem on solution? Well, I mean, new features and updates, that's one of the views of, of microservices. We never have to take the system down to do an update or to, do, to deploy a new feature because they're just small uh, containers. So we just add a container to the swarm and then that's the new feature or we update that part of the system without yeah. bringing the whole system down to update mm. it. So, you know, we do real-time updates. I mean, the only, you can even, for instance, you can even in the cloud, you can actually have, um, I don't know if you remember my friend, the, uh, the raccoon, but we can even send the raccoon to a lair here and yeah. <laughs> have it dance across the screen. So, you know, th th this layering cool. and, and all the rest of that stuff is is all built in and all done in the cloud. It's, uh, I, I, I'm I'm really thrilled with it, actually, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I guess the, the only and I, I I don't want this to come across as a negative question, but. Yes. The last question for me, really, is 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 what about if if I really don't want to be part of the cloud? What about if I really just want this to be the same as it always was? Can I operate still in the same way, or is this yeah. kind of an enforced upgrade? Really, if you're dealing no, with no, 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 absolutely not. No, I mean, I can our, still go on-prem. Yeah. yeah, our existing customers have on-prem solutions. We're still providing on-prem solutions. We're never going to stop providing on-prem solutions because, as I said, there's, there's advantages and disadvantages to on-prem. There's advantages and disadvantages yeah. to cloud. Cool. It's just that ability. If I said to someone, would you like to have a disaster recovery system totally synced with your ground station? Yeah, sure. But that doesn't have go. to be in another yeah. building or anything like that. It can be up there. And then you get an SRT yeah. feed up there just while you're getting everything back up and running. Mm. Yeah. And is Brilliant. this available now, Adam? Uh, it, it is. People can uh, give us a call and we can we can give them a demo and uh, and we can move from there. Brilliant. Thank you very much. Um, do check out everything Adam's been talking about on nextedition.com. We can find all the information on Nextcloud. Thanks to Media Proxy for their support, Kit Plus TV, and thank you for watching. We'll see you next time.